Welcome to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive Podcast. I am Laurieann Sheldrick, the Contagiously Positive Girl and your host. This is a podcast where every week we are going to talk about all the things that make our lives contagiously positive, health, happiness, food, nutrition, spirituality, our careers, relationships, and so much more. So join me weekly on an epic journey to becoming the happiest and healthiest person you know by filling up your toolbox with nourishment for your mind, body, and soul. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I have something really fun today. The holidays are coming. We are, well, it's December 5th, if you were listening to this, um, the day it gets posted. And that means we are 20 days away from Christmas Day. Here is what I want to talk about today. For some reason, this time of year really stresses people out. I mean, I shouldn't say for some reason. I know all the reasons why this time of year stresses people out. Um, But I want to really change our perspective around the holiday season and really setting some healthy boundaries and really doing things that make us enjoy this time of year and really get down to what's most important, which is celebrating our family and our friends and love for each other. I think we get really caught up and overwhelmed in in what we believe Christmas is supposed to be, which is having everything perfect, which is having the perfect gift, going to the malls and driving ourselves crazy and stressing over what we're going to buy people and stressing over how we're going to get everything done and stressing over having the house perfectly clean and stressing over, well, basically just everything. And this often happens, like this is it, this countdown, this time, you know, the the last 20 days, if you will, uh, makes it feel like it's really fast approaching and it seems like it just catches up to us. And if this resonates with you at all, you might be finding yourself under stress and just overwhelmed. And I really believe that this should be the most magical time of year But what takes away from the magic is the massive freaking pile of stress until we make ourselves sick and unhappy. We just pile all of that on ourselves and this prevents us from enjoying the holiday for what it should be about, which is being with your loved ones. It isn't about the perfect gift or spending thousands of dollars or making the perfect meal or having the perfect house or going to every single party out there even though you don't want to go because you just want to sit in front of your tree and enjoy your time. It is supposed to make you believe in love and magic and family. It should bring people together, not tear them apart. It should really be the time of year where you can just enjoy yourself and not feel stressed and overwhelmed. So I want to give you a few things, just a few mindset shifts that you can do to really take down that stress or just some little reminders for you that you can say, you know what? I am going to do that this year. I am going to enjoy the magic of the year. I am going to just take one thing off my list. So first of all, 
I want you to truly take what I'm about to say to heart. You can't see, do, and be everyone and everything in a span of three days, which is typically what we do. So we have the 24th to 25th to 26th, and we try to pack it all in into those three days. So that is my number one thing. Take this in. Close your eyes right now, unless you're driving. Close your eyes right now. I can't see, do, and be everyone and everything for everyone and everything. I am not Superwoman. Okay, here are some tips. First, you don't need to buy thousands of dollars worth putting yourself in debt worth of those perfect gifts because that is really not what the holiday is about. Your loved ones don't want you to go broke to find them the perfect gift, and I have perfect in air quotes, because really the best gift are really those that come from the heart. The most priceless and precious gift that you can give and that you can receive, honestly, is people's love and people's time. It's more than okay to give a gift. It's more than okay to receive a material gift. Like, it's more than okay to give and receive gifts. I'm not saying don't buy, don't buy people gifts. If you want to buy people gifts, then buy them those gifts. But make sure that it comes from a place of ease, a place of love, not a place of stress and driving around everyone like a mad woman trying to, you know, find that perfect gift, okay? Like, I love to give a pretty wrapped gift, but just remember that love really is the true meaning and you never have to spend money. You don't have to show, to show someone that you love them, okay? Like, the gift is the love and the gifts you do buy are best when they represent that as well. So that is number one. If you want to minimize your stress, just remember people won't care what you buy them as long as it comes from you, as long as it comes from the heart. It doesn't need to be the perfect gift and you don't need to stress out over it. You don't need to go broke over it and you don't need to break the bank unless, of course, you want to. I mean, if that's what you want to and it brings you joy, do it. If it's causing you stress, if it's causing you dis-ease, if it's causing you to hate the what's supposed to be a really magical time of year, then don't do that. Do something that comes from the heart. So something that I do is my brother does this as well. He's really good at this and his sister-in-law and even my nieces do this. It's so amazing. Make something. Make something that you really think represents that person. So one year for, one year, okay, so for my father and his partner, uh, one year, I made them an entire box of something that they could make in an, a huge Italian meal. So we had just returned from Italy, uh, from a trip to Italy. So we bought a bunch of stuff while we were there that we would put into this box for my dad and his partner. They loved it. They loved it. We put it in this beautiful box. It was homemade pasta, some sauces. I, I did a homemade spice blend. I did some stuff myself. And they got that. 
Um, for my mom and my papa Guy one time, I got them, my papa Guy is my stepdad, by the way, for anyone who doesn't um, know my family. Um, I, what I did for them one day is I made them each a box of um, a movie night in. So they got some PJs and some popcorn, some hot chocolate, and some movies so that they could have a movie night. Um, so just little things like that. My brother one year made us these really cool signs. Not really signs, they were more, so my husband and I love Halloween and we love Christmas, so he made us this really cool sign on one side. It was, it, it's a snowman, and then when you turn the board around, it's, um, it's Halloween themed. So again, from the heart, he was like, okay, what do, what do Lorianne and Jason like? Okay, they like this, they like to decorate, so this is what I'm gonna make them. Like, just little tiny things, okay? Like, just think about, think about that person you're buying for and what they really like, and then create the gift from there. Okay, next, you don't have to visit every single family member, friend, co-worker, and acquaintance spending more time in your car than what you really want, which is connecting and bonding with your loved ones. Um, one year, when my husband and I lived in Saskatchewan, we used to fly home to Ottawa, and one year, in a week, we put 1,500 kilometers on our rental car. So that means in five days, we spent way more time in our car commuting, trying to see every single person than we actually did having that real connection and that real bonding and that real quality time with people. So. Uh, this is what I want you to do instead. If this feels good to you, do this. So make a list of who you want to see. Like all those people where you're like, okay, for these three days, like this is who I want to see or this week or however long you have off or however, whoever you want to see during the holiday season, whatever your holiday season is, make a list of who you want to see and be unapologetic, respectfully, kindly, about not being able to visit absolutely everyone. On the other side of that, make a plan to see those other people throughout the year. You don't have to jam pack every single person into two, three, four days, because guess what? This leaves you stressed out, this leaves you overwhelmed, this leaves you grouchy, and this is not who they want to see anyway. And they might be feeling the same way, wanting to kind of spread it out, because they're probably having just as busy of a holiday as well. And honestly, they would much rather see you when you can spend real quality time together. So that is really important. These are the people that I'm going to spend the actual holiday with, whether it's your kids, your parents, the grandparents, some of your friends, this is it. And then the other people, you're just going to say, I don't have time to see you before Christmas. I don't have time to see you before New Year's, but you know what? Let's put a date in our calendar right now for, you know, the end of January or February or March, like put it in and schedule those people and see them throughout the year, okay? Next, you don't have to, again, unless you want to, unless this brings you joy, you don't have to bake 10 pies, meatballs for 50, make a traditional turkey dinner times three, provide wine and booze for every single person who walks through the door. Again, 
unless those things bring you joy, decide what things you enjoy doing and then be unapologetic. There's the theme here. Be unapologetic about not spending, again, thousands of dollars plus the most precious thing, your time on things you don't want to do. And honestly, the best way to overcome this superwoman complex is to question your thoughts. Here we go. So, for example, when you think that you need to make meatballs for 50 people or three turkey dinners, I want you to ask yourself this. Is this true? Do I really need to be the one who does it all? Next question. Can I do it all? Do I even have the time, the resources, the energy, and most importantly, the desire to do it? And your last question, would I expect someone else to do it all? And you'll notice there, by the time you get to the end of the questions, you realize, my loved ones don't want me to be stressed out. I don't want my loved ones to, to be stressed out. Let's communicate. Let's find a way that works for everyone. So I'll give you an example of my own life on this. So um, this year, for my side of the family, we've decided to do a gift exchange um, where we used to all buy for each other. We are now, we picked names. So everybody but the kids, we picked names and we only have to buy that one gift, period. Like it's so simple. Now all of a sudden, we have the time to think about just this one gift that we want to buy for that special person. I got my mom, my brother oddly got my dad, so it was really great. We got we got each other's parents. My husband got my sister-in-law, and now we just get to focus on that person and buying them that thing instead of trying to go all around the city trying to find this gift, trying to find something a gadget, a gadget or something that this person doesn't even need. So now we really get to just do that one thing. So, but we communicated that. We talked about what would what would work. And then as for the big meal, we rotate. So my mom will host one year, my dad will host one year, we will host one year, my brother and my sister-in-law will host one year, and we just rotate and we go around. This takes the pressure off of one person having to do it all, all the time. And we talk about, okay, who's going to bring what? So my mom is hosting this year, so she's doing the turkey and the potatoes and the stuffing. Someone's going to bring appetizers, someone's going to bring desserts, and it just rotates from there. All of a sudden, superwoman complex goes out the door because everyone is involved. Everyone is making sure that the holiday is joyful and magical and we're not expecting one person to do everything because we've asked ourselves the question, would I expect someone else to do all of this? And the answer is always no. So next, the next stress management tool is to question your thoughts. Okay, question your thoughts. If the holidays make you feel sad, if the holidays make you feel stressed or unhappy, what thoughts have led up to those emotions? Because oftentimes we have these expectations about what we think Christmas should be, how we think people should act, and we often do that by bringing past holidays into those expectations. Here's what I want you to know. 
The past is gone and you have no control over the future. But the good news is that you can control your thoughts. So if external events are making you question the joy that this time of the year should be, don't let your thoughts become beliefs. Because that's all a limiting belief is. A limiting belief is a momentum of thoughts repeated over and over and over and over again until you believe it. So if you believe that if you think it over and over again, it will become deep-rooted beliefs. So understanding that you can make a change in this moment, in this present, alleviates stress. Because stress comes from the stories that we tell ourselves, the stories of that happens every single year, I'm always the one who has to do everything, I always overeat, I always overthink and get sick during the holidays, my family always makes me feel guilty and overwhelmed. Like those are not truths. Maybe that happened in the past. Maybe we allowed some of those things to happen in the past, but they're not today's truths. What they are are stories we tell ourselves based on past events. So what I want you to do is I want you to prepare for those stressful thoughts, for those stressful stories, for those limiting beliefs, if you will, by making a plan to reset your mind this year. What I want you to do is I want you to make it more positive, even if last year or last night, for example, wasn't that great. So if a negative event occurs every year, like a drunk uncle, how can you prepare yourself for it instead of letting him ruin your day? Okay, so what can you do? Maybe it's you say hello, you have nice pleasantries, you, you know, you do the thing, but then you avoid him and you only spend a certain amount of time with that person who is always ruining your day. Or maybe that person, if it's possible, doesn't get invited. But if that isn't possible and that person just gets invited, create a force field. Like just keep saying to yourself, like shields up, I am not going to let drunk uncle get me this year. I am going to enjoy the magic of the holidays and I am going to focus on all of the amazing other people who are in the room. Um, also you can, if you feel like you always have to do everything, ask for freaking help. Like, I, honestly, I think sometimes we complain that we have to do everything and we're constantly stuck in this spiral and getting mad at everyone because we're doing everything and we're getting annoyed and we're so resentful. And then we ask ourselves, like, when was the last time we even asked for help? So who can you ask to help you or what do you need to let go of because it just isn't serving you anymore? Like, for me... I know I do not like cooking a full turkey dinner. I don't like it, I don't enjoy it, I love to cook, but there's just something about preparing that damn freaking turkey and everything having to go out at once that does not bring me any joy. So when I hosted one year, I was stressed to the max. And then I was saying to my brother and my sister-in-law, I'm like, I did not like this. This brought me no joy. All I wanted to do was like make tapas and hang out with everyone, not be in front of the stove all day. And so this year when we were talking about who was going to host, I'm like, uh-uh, I'm not doing it because I remembered I had that past thought of, well, that didn't work for me. And my sister-in-law said, I'll make the turkey. Like, I enjoy doing that. So if you want to host, I'll come early and I'll do all the things that you want to do. It's that simple. Like, share it. Share the magic. And 
all of a sudden now you're all in the kitchen, you're having some wine, you're chit-chatting, you're enjoying it. Like let go of those things that are not serving you and ask someone else if they would enjoy it instead. So who can you ask to help you? You do not, should not, Ever do it all by yourself again unless it brings you joy oh, okay if you get stressed about overeating I want you to think of eating those treats in moderation and then just it's just that it's just for these couple of days and you're just gonna push the reset button after the holidays are done you didn't commit diet homicide because you enjoyed a few treats all you're going to do is you're going to get back on track. So I am going to include a little PDF download for you with some healthy dinner party holiday tips so that if this is a big ticket item for you, um, you can download it. And these are really good tips to help you stay on track and help you stay in a positive mindset around food if food and overeating um, is an emotional trigger for you during the holidays. So I will include that in the show notes for you so you can head over there and I will make sure that that's there. Okay, next, if your family makes you feel guilty, okay, this is common. What can you do to prepare yourself for their guilt trips? They can't, here's what I want you to know. They can't make you feel anything unless you give them the power to do so. So plan out your holiday. Plan it out. This is what I'm going to do. This is who I'm going to see. This is the food I'm going to make, like whatever it is. And communicate that with people. So this goes back to that tip that I was giving you around you know, not having to see every single person and making a list about who you get to see during those, you know, couple days during the 24th, the 25th, 26th, for example, and then, you know, setting a time for everyone else. This, they might still say something um, that, you know, they're, they're just trying to lay the guilt trip on you, but you were clear, you talked to them in a positive and loving way, you didn't get pissed off, you didn't get defensive, you were just very clear about this is what I have time for, this is what I can commit to, I love you, I wish it were different, this is a really busy time of year, but how about then we schedule something for this time. Even if they still lay the guilt trip on you, you have nothing to feel guilty about because you were honest, you were clear, and you did it from a place of love. So that's the best way to handle the guilt trips is just be really honest and, and clear about what you need, what you desire, and what you're going to do for the holidays. And that means planning it out. Planning it out is the best thing. Like really sit down with a piece of paper and plan out your holiday. Like make those lists. What are you going to do? What do you have to buy? Who are you going to go visit? And really lay it out in a calendar. So like have it Oh, I have it. This is what you're going to do. This is what I really recommend. I'm going to do this too. I think this would be really fun. So print off a December calendar, unless you have one, and starting today, map it out. So map out who you're going to see, who you're going to visit, what you need to buy, like map all that out, and then what you have to cook, and then look at the calendar and ask yourself, can, is this feasible? Does this bring me joy? If it doesn't bring you joy, if the answer is no, 
then look at it and say, okay, what can I let go of? What can I shift to January? What can I move? If it brings you joy, then like high five sister because you've done it. You've created a map for a magical holiday. So make it magical. Print out that, oh, I love it. I'm such a list person and seeing it all laid out. So this is what I'm going to do on the 12th. This is what I'm going to do on the 15th. This is what I need to buy. This is the person I want to buy for. Oh my God, I have a free day here. So I'm going to bake these cookies for this person. All of a sudden the stress is gone and the magic is back. So honestly, the way I, the way for me that I often prevent holiday stress along with everything that I've already talked about is I just constantly tell myself how grateful I am. I'm grateful that I have a roof over my head. I am grateful that I have food to eat. I'm grateful to be with people I love and who love me. And because honestly, we're stressing about all of these like first world problem things and so many people don't even have a roof over their head. They don't have food to eat. They're going into a food shelter this year. They don't have gifts to give to their children. Children aren't getting these gifts. Like I, you need to remember that so many people don't have that. And when I catch myself complaining or I feel like stress is starting to build up, I bring myself back to freaking reality of, I am really lucky. I'm going down to Stressville. This is a magical time of year. I'm pulling myself out and I'm bringing the magic back and I'm going to do something to bring the magic back. And oftentimes that is letting go of bullshit that I just don't need to tag on because it doesn't have anything to do with what this holiday season actually means. So that's it, everyone. Those are my contagiously positive tips to deal with holiday stress. So I would love to hear from you. If you have really figured out how to make this the most magical time of year, if you can just go through every single day of December with joy and excitement and you can't wait to wake up every morning and plug in the tree and you just have the perfect way to buy or 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 make the perfect gift for people that you just know they're going to love and you figured out how to talk to your family in ways so that you can make sure that everybody is enjoying this time of year and what to make and how to I want to hear from you. I want to know your tips. Head over to my social media pages, Contagiously Positive on Instagram, Contagiously Positive on Facebook. Find this post today over there and put your tips in the comments. We want to hear from you. Help us be less stressed and help us bring the magic back into this wonderful time of year. So as always, everyone... Be happy, be healthy, and of course, be contagiously positive. If you liked this episode or any of the episodes in this podcast and you want to help someone else unleash their inner contagiously positive, please share, rate, review, and subscribe. Let's work together to put beauty and positivity, health, and happiness to the world.